Soul Food Music Society. We're now recording. Hey everybody, this is uh, Soul Food Music Society here, and um, I'm with my uh, lovely guest, um, Spicy Chicken Wings, <laughs> aka Yanda Chisholm. And how are you doing this evening, or oh, this, this this night? I'm doing well. I'm excited. This podcast has been a long time coming. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to talk about music. How are you? I'm good. I can't can't complain. Can't complain. I had a very successful podcast yesterday, and I'm gonna have a nice successful podcast today. Yes, you will. So yeah, what do you wanted to what do you wanted to get into today? I know I know on this podcast like we like to get into like discographies and stuff like that, but I guess this is like a kind of like a um like a sudden thing. So this is kind of sudden, but in case that this, so I'm gonna start with um say we were doing a discography podcast, and this might become that um the artist that I would choose would. Um, oh my god. Well, that's so hard. I mean, part of the reason why this podcast took so long for us to do is because I was having such a hard time committing to an artist um, whose discography I wanted to go over because there's just so many. Um, there's so many like that I would love to do with you here. Um, but I think it would be fun to talk about. You guys have been on kind of like a hip hop um a hip hop uh what's it called stream right now so mm-hmm. then i would choose azealia banks oh azealia banks um yeah we can start there this girl putting me on the spot <laughs> she put me on the spot i love azealia banks to be honest like to start off like i think azealia banks is kind of one of the most um one of the most um talented artists period coming out of um new york um i think um her style is extremely unique um and she has a lot of originality i'm not gonna lie to you um i know this is ayanda's favorite artist probably of all time what I said, we what did I say? Like one, well, top, like maybe like top, top, at least top five. Well, you know how I am, so I'm not gonna do the rank, but we have to. Um, we what? But, but this is the rules, though. This is the rules of the podcast. When we're talking about an album, we have to name one song that we like off the album. Uh, so I can do that, but I, you know, I don't rank artists. Um. So I can't do that part, but I will. I will do it with the songs if you if you want to do that. And mm-hmm. she is one hundred percent one of my favorite artists ever. And mm-hmm. I like. I agree with everything you said. I think she is supremely talented, and um, she is probably the first person ever. I I'll say I discovered Azealia Banks when I was in middle school. I'm a grown woman now. I'm twenty five, um, but I discovered her. Um, when I was when I was really young, and that was the first time in my life I ever looked at um, 
a celebrity and felt, um, <laughs> I guess the beginnings of what stands must feel, um, or just like a, like, I was just like, okay, I felt not alone. Yeah. I felt like, I felt so happy that I was living in the time. There's certain, there's so many reasons to be grateful for the time you live in. And there are certain artists that make you grateful to be alive when you're alive. And she's 100% one of them. Yeah. And um, being a fan of Azealia Banks feels like being part of a really exclusive club of people who have really great taste and want good things for the world. Um, I know people have a lot of strong opinions about her, but artistically she is, um, she was a godsend to the mainstream when she came. Um, and I just, she's just, it's just great to see different facets of black women um, in the public and just somebody who's actually really tapping into um just the greatness that we're capable of, the creativity that we're capable of. Somebody who really cares about art, really passionate about art um, and defends it. And um, yeah, so, and you can tell when you hear her music. So yeah, Azalea Banks is a good person to to do this podcast about for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny, I always, always looked at, always like noticed that she has like almost the same birthday as my um, as my mother. See, there's something about these, some, something about these Gemini women, something about them. <laughs> Special no, but, girl. Yeah, I believe you show me. Okay, so what? Which which album? Which which um? What well, is what well, is the EP? Um, we usually don't really go through EPs. Do you want to go through 1991 like first? Um, I, for me, I would start back at Fantasy, um, which is a mixtape. Okay, we can go through I, a mixtape. You know what I mean? Because I feel like she just doesn't have a body of work that you can skip over. And it's like, it's just such a journey, but it's like, her mixtapes were, I don't really understand or know anything about the difference between, in terms of, like, number of tracks, I understand mm -hmm. that, but I don't really know much about the difference between mixtape, EP, album. I don't really understand that categorization or, like, the mean reasoning behind each label. Um, but all of her projects feel like fully conceived projects. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, kind of like Drake. Like, that's what they say about Drake. Like, Drake Drake has like um like mixtapes I believe is supposed to be like just like a showing of like your talent so like the tr the so the tracks like the format doesn't really have to be like um any type of like um um concise like what was this was the what was the um was the term like, like it doesn't have, have to be in order, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just for yeah, it's just and then like you could put like with a mixtape you can um um it's free so you can use you could be a little bit more creative and use other people's beats and stuff like that like um with a, with an album is kind of like uh you're, you're making like original songs like most of the time it's like original songs but kind of like you know like Isaiah Banks and Drake like their their mixtapes feel like albums to some people so okay that is a perfect place to start because when you said 
um, when you said that you can sample other people's music, the first thing I thought about in relation to the fantasy mixtape was um, one of my favorite and the shortest song on the mixtape, which is Paradiso. It's only like 49 seconds long. And, yeah, you um, hit it right on the head. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she she samples, um, she samples, um, I'm no weekend special by um fuck, I love her so much. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Weekend special. I'm no weekend weekend special. Oh, um I, I Brenda. Yeah. Brenda, 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 Brenda. And the big dudes at the time. That's, but her name is Brenda Fassi, right? Yeah. Um, and she's a South African artist um, from the 80s. And I discovered Brenda Fassi when I discovered the fantasy mixtape. And she put me on to... Um, she put me on to someone whose music I really, really, really love um, now. And it was through that Paradiso song. I could not get over the instrumental um, and everything she did with it. And it was so short, uh, too. Um, and so it's like always some of the best songs always are like way too short. Um, and there was always like this rumor around the song that she was going to put out a full version that exists somewhere. And like, we never got it. Or I don't know if that was ever true. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite songs from the fantasy mixtape. Um, there's also another song I'm a read, um, which I don't remember if she, Sam, if she was doing her own version of that, I don't know if Zebra Cats came first or her on that. I have to think about it. Hold on. Or actually, I don't. I could just Google it. Zebra Cats. I would have loved to heard this song with um, Nathan with Styles P. That's crazy. She has a Styles P feature. Hold well, I'm so sorry. On the fantasy mixtape? Yeah. Wait. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize Styles P was on that. Oh, you did? No, I didn't realize that's who it was. And I, um, no, I never, I never saw that. I never saw that. But that's funny. You said Nathan because then that song was such, it's crazy. Like that song, I got to know um, somebody that we went to film school with really well. We connected over. Um, Azealia Banks and we connected over that song Nathan they were like Nathan's my favorite song and that's when I was telling them um it's one of my favorite tracks from the album there's so many like memories attached to this mixtape what is your what is um what is your favorite song off this mixtape oh my god okay if I have to pick one that's so hard because um you have later which I know all... Well, I know lyrics to all of their songs. Later um, was just sick. Like, you just have to... You just have to... Um, you have to hear it. Hold on. I want to pull up, like... I want to pull up, like, my favorite bars from that. She just, like... She's so clever. She's so clever. So if you want to, like, hear some songs, like... Um, if I had to put together a list of songs where I was like, okay, that would best like sum up Azealia Banks' sense of humor and her lyricism and like just some of her cleverness, um, or, like just like the biting things that she can say, like later would definitely be on that playlist. So later, later is like a top contender 
for one of my favorite songs, but it's really between that so hard. There's later, there's fierce, there's luxury. Luxury is very like Okay, I'll do it this way. I love fuck up the fun. I love running, I love Paradiso. Yeah, but you got <laughs> I know, I know, I'm so sorry. Okay, yeah. if I had to pick one, I would just say that um my favorite one is probably gonna be luxury because it is the one that makes me feel the most me. Okay. And it is one of those songs I listen to when I'm putting myself together. So, luxury. Yeah. It said, um, it said Fantasies is the debut mixtape by American hip-hop artist Isaiah Banks released as free download on July 11, 2012. Do, do you remember that time? Like, around that time? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and it said on March second, two thousand eighteen, it was released streaming services with no problem, replacing Esther Noche, Esther Noche, and Salute. Oh my God, Esther Noche is ridiculous. That is the way that I another great sample on the album. Esther Noche is the way that because I already knew Montel Jordan before, but. Um, I only knew him from the song that most people know Montel Jordan from, which is, this is how we do it. Yeah. And then, um, Esther Noche samples, oh, tonight, uh, uh, take you home tonight. tonight. Yeah, 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 I remember that song. Mm-hmm. So, because I heard Esther Noche, I got introduced to that song. Um, yeah, so this, this song was, this album was also... Um, educational for me musically. What was what was um, okay? Before we get into the next question, I wanted to ask you like, what do you remember like around this time? Like, what do you remember before this album came out? Like, what was what was like got you so hype of like Isaiah Banks? What do I remember about that time? Okay, mm-hmm. let's just to. I want to be accurate. So let's. Me, I just literally just looked up music of 2012. So let's listen. Okay, so this was also a very... I'm looking at the list right now, and this was a very hard year for me because there were a lot of... There's a lot of music that I hated. <laughs> there, was a, there was a lot of music that I hated. Um, I mean, but it was also one of the most blessed years in music ever because we also got Channel Orange that year. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We were kind of, we were kind of um, spoiled because I got introduced to Grimes that same year. Mm-hmm. Fucking love Grimes, but then you had songs that were extremely irritating. Like I think I don't know if this is when, but it feels like this is when Maroon Five began to mutate into something else, and that was 2012. Yeah, that payphone song. I hate that song. That was a huge song that year. You had um, Diamonds by Rihanna. I hated that. Um, but it was I like, you know what? I kind of like Diamonds. I kind of like Diamonds. Yeah. I, and, I, and I like Kanye West's um, verse on that, on the remix. Um, Nikki had already lost me at this point. Um, not forever, because I'm a Barb 
forever but she um i stopped listening around this point because this is like pound the alarm and shit like that um i respect that you like diamonds it's not for me i hated this era of her music except there are probably a couple of songs in that album that i did like but yeah this year i was listening to alabama shakes i was listening to <clears throat> grimes i was listening to to um i did not want to listen to connie west because i hated mercy um but i was listening to frank ocean and i was listening to um i was listening to i love rack city by taiga that song came out that year that song was so fun um how can, you, how can you like Rack City and not have like Mercy? How does that work? How does that work? Rack City, because Rack City is good energy and Mercy is bad energy. <laughs> no, okay, that's your opinion. I, Rack, City, I, I, bitch. Rack, Rack City, bitch. Ten, 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 twenty. Yeah, no, you know what? Here's what it really is. I have no positive memories related to connected to Mercy, but like when I think of Rack City. I think of like being with my friends and like thinking we were cute and like going to the little dance um, and swearing mm. and thinking, thinking we were doing something like I just think of like, you know, twerking in the living room like as I that's what I think of like I think of um, Rack City is way more nostalgic for me. I have no personal connection to Mercy and I found that song to be very depressing. So <laughs> that beat, you was, know, that beat was fire. I'm sorry. I didn't. I did not like that. And that's when Two Chains started to be too much. Like I was hearing him too much. So yeah, that I did not like that. No. You don't think? You don't um, think before we before we get back to because I, I do want to get back to um, fantasy. Like you don't think Two Chains has like a like a. Cause at the time, like people was hating on like his like bars and stuff like that. But I I thought Two Chains, for one, I thought Two Chains really developed into a into like a person, into a rapper that I like, like his character, and he just had like like a like bars that I kind of like, I kind of can get with. You know what I'm saying? Like they weren't corny. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Like you don't you don't think like Two Chains was like a at least like a interesting rapper. Um, it's not that I don't think that he, that he is, it's that I can't get enough into his sound to find out at the moment. I'm just not interested in what his music sounds like. It doesn't, it's not something that I can sit, like the music, there are songs that he's on that I really like, and I like his verse in particular. And I've never sat down and listened to a 2 Chainz album ever um i have some like house remixes of his songs that i like but i i'm not well versed like i don't know about two chains like that i you know i love a lot of his features on stuff but the his sound for me it just is not the type of sound where i want to sit down in my chair and sit with the music but i can get into it if i'm out and it's you know it's playing somewhere we're having fun but um it's not the type of music that i it's not the sound just it doesn't it doesn't pull me. But mm. if you put me on to like some, you know, the instrumentation is going to be important for me because a lot of these beats are just, they just don't do it for me. But if you have songs that you're like, okay, I will listen to it. I don't think that he's not interesting. I just don't really know him like that. 
And then, like, what I do know from him, I didn't like. Like, the big major songs that he had, like, All I Want For My Birthday, I hate that song. That song is literally, like, traumatic to me. I hate that song. That's the culture, man. That's the culture, man. I hate that Kanye got the leather leather pants. That's leather pants, Kanye. That's, 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 like, leather pants, black tank top. Um, leather, leather snapback, like that's classic, man. That's 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 a that's a classic song, man. Like, I'm sorry, I wasn't a part of that culture. You know what I mean? I wasn't a part of that culture. Yeah, like I was black in America at the time, and I was young too. But black like, America. I was <laughs> like, black but America. I but I wasn't. No, I said I was black in America. I'm not black oh, American. Oh, oh. I, no, that's, I, thought that said, I thought you said black America. I, I, I thought you said black America. No, no, no. I was black in America, and I was I was young at that time too. And I get it, but like I don't like that. I was never part of that culture, like that social culture that was into that. I was never part of it, so I don't have any memories or like it's not nostalgic for me. Or when I hear it, I think of like people I didn't like mm-hmm. right and, and like and like situations I didn't like being in and so not when, to get I'm sorry that was like kind of happy but, no 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 but, no, no. but you, you you know what I'm saying you was you was trying to get into the these because I because I asked you what was what was like approaching before this album came out like for you so oh right we went all over okay so well I did um what made me excited about fantasy, like based off of what was going on that year? That was the question, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you answered it. You definitely answered it. I answered it? Well, I mean, I don't know. It was just like, it was that year was like, I think, I don't know what happened to artists that year, but I actually think, wow, like it was a beautiful year for music, actually. It really, really was. We were getting so many different sounds from so many different areas. There were so many people who dropped projects that year that were gonna change the trajectory of my life musically forever um, that I got into. It was an amazing year, and I, I was just lucky to find Azalea Banks around that time. Mm. Um, like, I had heard little tracks and things like that, but the first full project, yeah, was uh, Fantasy Mixtape. Um, so I was already on a high. I was I was soaking in all the music that year. So, um, but she was like nothing ever. She was like she was like like hearing her and like getting to know her was like if you had like a cartoon character in your head or like a or like a I don't know like just a I don't know a vision in your head or like a. Um, something you love, just like your personal taste, and then like seeing it and finding out it's real. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I know exactly what you mean. But it's like so much more, so much more than you could have even imagined, though. Still, like, and it's just like, oh my god, yes, like it's it's just like this is me. This is like this is a piece of me. It's part of me. Literally a part of my personality. So, um. So now we have to go to the hard hitting question. Um, what is your least favorite song off this album? Off uh, this album? Yeah. And you have to you have um, to choose. Have to choose. My least favorite? No, that's not fair because I haven't listened to it. 
You have to choose. And like I have to listen. Have to choose. Sorry. That's the that's the that's the that's the game. Um least favorite? Mm-hmm. Um Okay, I'll answer this way. No, I can't. Really? I don't have one. You have to. You have to answer one. What's your least favorite? It. I mean, it could still be a. It could still be a thing that you like, but it's just like the least favorite off the album. Um. Okay. I'll just go ahead and say. Um, I'll go and say the skit because I just don't, I don't like, I don't come back to it. You said the skit? Yeah, Azealia skit. I don't, I haven't come back to it. I don't even remember, but it's not because I don't like it. I just, I, I don't, I revisit <clears throat> it the least. Okay. Yeah. I don't even remember what it is. That's a fair answer? Yeah, it's a fair answer. Okay. Um, okay, so what's the next... Do you have anything else to say about um, fantasy before we go to the next um... um, Do I have anything else to say about it? No. Okay. I love it. Okay, so next is Broke with Expensive Taste, right? Um, no, next would be after that, there's fantasy two. No, um, that's, two that's 2018. No, you're right. Okay. Yeah. So then after that would be, uh, 1991. Oh, okay. Okay. So you want to, you want to, you want to attack the, um, the EP. Okay. Oh, this got two one two on it now. Um, what? No. I, you said no. It doesn't have two one two. It says it right here. No, no, no. I didn't say that. Oh, oh, oh. I thought that's what she said. I didn't say that. Okay, but it, no. F- with with this with this album, I didn't I didn't listen to this EP. However, I re- I vaguely remember um at this at the time um two one two being out like the like the music video and um the the first person that talked the the actually to tell me about azalea banks was my brother majid he's the first person that told me about azalea banks and he was saying how he liked that song and i just thought at the time it was i, I just thought that was just so bizarre you know what i'm saying like <laughs> like yeah like this this because this like this this knowing what type of person, what type of music he listened to? Like he listens to nothing but like a Fifty Cent and stuff like that. And for him to just like this song is just like wow. Like, and for some reason I don't know why I didn't follow up on Isaiah Banks. Like I didn't start like following her her, her music. But um, I just thought around this like no, not I don't think it was around this time. Like around like 2014. Like she was just like like I just thought she was. I I, re- I just loved her character, but. Yeah, like two one two is like the first song I heard from her in the music video I watched from her. 
Um, two one two is a song that is for you know what I love about her. She writes songs for. Oh my God. Like her music is just like when I think of two one two in that part where she talks about. Um, I'm gonna tell you exactly what she says. Um, hold on one second. Um, saying you grinding but you ain't going nowhere. Why you procrastinate, girl? You've got a lot, but you just waste all yours. And then you'll they'll forget your name soon and won't nobody to be to blame but yourself. Uh, I didn't feel like singing it, and I'm sorry I, I butchered the delivery, but it um, <laughs> was, was fun. But yeah, like that's the internal monologue, mm-hmm. and um, there's so. I mean, she also is like this is another song. Like if you get like what she's really saying, she's so clever and she's so funny. Um, and when I think about there's this one part where she's like, um. You gay to get discovered in my two one deuce cock looking in the water by the blue bayou. She like she uh, that part reminds me of the diss that she did against Jim Jones. I forget what year that was, but I fucking love that song. Um, it was produced by A Rob. Fuck, what is it called? Um, A Rob music. What was that song called? Um, but anyways, she uh, two one two is amazing, and it was very relatable, and it was such a powerful song for her to put out and to and to pop with, especially considering what she was saying to herself in the song. Um, it's like serious dramatic irony, cosmic timing. But the nineteen ninety one EP is a powerful EP in general. Like there isn't a skippable track, and mind you, there's only like four. But yeah, that's that is a strong that is a strong, strong, strong debut. Yeah, I think I think Isaiah Banks is underrated. Uh he's just overly underrated. Um I think uh I just I think I think it's sad. I think it's sad that um um that probably one of the for me to be honest, like probably one of the few like um, a New York artist that don't really get their, their their just due, like being completely like um talented, and I mean she makes dance records, she has like the bars, like she got everything that like as far as like hip hop has like hip elements of hip hop, and she doesn't get her just due. Um, because people are fake. Um. But what is your what is your what was your favorite song out of the four? What is your favorite song that you would pick? Uh fuck. Um, okay. That's impossible. <laughs> That's impossible because nineteen ninety one and licorice both changed my life. And I love Van Vogue, the music video. Also her visuals for this album were amazing. Um, her visuals were fantastic. Nineteen ninety one is still one of my favorite is one of my inspirations. In terms of editing, I love the editing of 1991 and the homage that they paid to Crystal Waters. And um, it was a great example of her taste. Um, The dancers are great. Licorice is fantastic. I mean, it's so hard. I quote both of those songs so often 
Um, especially at that age, I probably had like so many different captions on pictures or like things. So I probably tweeted every lyric of that of one of these songs at least. Um, but okay, I will say again, you know what? It's just like also this album is very this EP is very cohesive in the storytelling as well. Mm-hmm. But I'll say 1991. Um, again because it is there were lyrics that really spoke to me um and she just has a way of just vocalizing what it feels like to be a young woman who has so much inside you know Mm -hmm. um that you could just so much energy so much to so much to navigate and and nurture and hopefully share and so much to embrace so much to learn she just um she has a way of putting that into music but i i love it like she like the i i'll say cuz the last verse or like um of the song i love the way the instrumentation changes but also i love what she's saying it's like a I, I was like, I also wanted to be a New York girl so bad. At this age, I wanted to move to New York. I couldn't wait to get out of my town. And I just remember saying, um, And why rose me, most I chose me. Let me know what I can, 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 can do for you. Like, I just remember saying that over and over again. Um, and why rose me, most I chose me. I love I love that so much. And and what song is this again? What song are you saying? That's your favorite? That's, that's well, the nineteen ninety one is okay. one of them. No, yeah. No. So you saying nineteen ninety one is your favorite? Well, you're making me choose, so yeah, I have to say okay. that. Okay, so what is your least favorite? Um, well, I'll just say Van Vogue because I repeat it the least. Okay, but I love okay. Van Vogue. Okay. You can't, you can't, you can't get out. You can't get out of it. You gotta, you gotta, um, gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give me the, uh, <laughs> you gotta give me the, um, the, the favorite, the Don favorite, but I, I gotta, I gotta, I actually have a, 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 a very tough question that you'll have to answer and you can't, you can't get out of it. Okay. So I'm just yeah. comparing you. Okay. So now we had um broke with expensive taste. Yes. Young Rapuzzle. I think I like Young Rapuzzle on this. I think it, it was this the what was the, so Fantasia is the one that is the first it Fantasia was the first if I mean if, I'm sorry. Oh my god. Fantasy was the one that you showed me. Did you did you it was that the first album that you that you showed me, right? That you. That I played these songs from from 1991 and Fantasy, but we listened to Broke with Expensive Taste together. Yeah, I showed you that one. Oh, okay, okay. Because I, I remember, um, I definitely remember Young Rapunzel. Yeah. And I remember Young Rapunzel being kind of like my favorite one off this album. It is also one of the most exciting songs to see her perform live ever. And what happens in the audience is crazy. The energy is crazy. When I went to see her, 
perform that live, I like my spirit left my body because we were all we were all screaming so loud. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Okay, so what what do you what what is what is like your what is like your take on this album? My take on this album is that this album is a masterpiece. It is one of the highest achievements of all time and musically and this is one of the best albums to come out in the last decade period and it is a timeless album and it'll be recognized as such in the future it'll go down that way in history it is in a very it is an incredible album it is an amazing album and it was worth the wait so what's your favorite song of this album hands down my favorite song is miss camaraderie why um, that song is everything I've ever wanted. I don't know. It just sounds like everything I've ever wanted. Like it, as a dancer, it's everything I ever wanted. As someone who just wants to leave this planet, it's everything I ever wanted. Like it just, it just takes you out of yourself. When you really get into the rhythms that they've made in this song, I love the way she uses her voice. She's just at the height of like how cool she is in this song. Um, I love Miss Camaraderie. It's but it's it's hard because there's so many other songs I could also say that about, but Miss Camaraderie is the one that like if I like could only if my memory was gonna be wiped, like and I could only remember one song from the album, I would ask to remember Miss Camaraderie. Mm. I love that song. I listen to it on I listen to it when I'm trying to cool down from coming home from work on the train or when I'm trying to get amp myself up to go. I listen to it when I'm working out. Um it's definitely like a a life theme. Is she it says that she um like a year later after she thinks she signed a contract she signed a contract with um, Interscope from this album. Well, uh, I hope they're doing something for her. I don't know. No, she got out of it because she didn't like the. <laughs> she didn't like. Oh wow, The Office London. Um, yeah, The Office. I did. I was hearing about The Office London at the time. I love The Office London. Yeah. You know. Uh, what I, you know. What I love Isaiah Banks to work with. Who? Alan Kingdom. I would have loved for him to work, to, like them to work together in Def Grips. I would have loved Def Grips to work with uh, Isaiah Banks. I don't know him, Alan Kingdom, but I like Def Grips. Mm -hmm. Heavy metal and reflective. I don't remember this one. Oh, I have to, that's I have, to, I have to go back. I have to go back and listen to this album again. Picking and get the best. Heavy metal and reflective is unbelievable. You're gonna love listening to it. I love that song too. It was it's it was that's why it was, it was hard to choose Miss Camaraderie because heavy metal and reflective is like fucking crazy. Um, Miss Amore is amazing. Idol Delilah is amazing. JFK is amazing. I'm pretty sure that's the one Theophilus London is on. Um, it Wallace is amazing. Soda is amazing. Um, they're all, the production on this album is so unique. Like, 
Um, but heavy metal and reflective is hard. Like I actually remember like seeing that it was um it was up on YouTube the video and like uh just basically uh and just basically like skipping class to like go and like and like sit in the library with my friends on the computer and like watch the video like over and over and over again and then like skip the next two classes watching interviews she uh, she's she's ridiculous um what would you say is like your least favorite off this album um probably ice princess <laughs> why why ice princess it's just not me it's just not my sound like it's just not my my it's just not my cup of tea but I still think it's a great song, if that makes sense. It just doesn't, like, I don't, like, I'm not like, oh, I gotta listen to Ice Princess right now. Mm. It's just like, I'm so going icicles. I go and that nigga might miss you. Like, it's funny. Um, I love the bars on it. Um, but it's not me. It's it's not my it's not my style. But I, I still love it. It's perfect for the album. Okay, so... I see here it says Slazy. Do you know do you know what this is? Yeah, Slazy. Slazy. If she didn't drop Slazy, I feel like um it just would have been so fucked because we were supposed to get another album. We haven't had an album I don't know how long. You know, she held the girls over for a little bit, but she also changed the world because she did ATM jam with Pharrell and then that was like I actually didn't really love it, but then I liked the Catronada. Re- I'm pretty sure that Catronada did mix, and then, and then she did a song with Catronada, and mm-hmm. she had been through so much. Um, leading up to this point, she was getting bullied in the media, and you know, people like it's it's pretty much socially unacceptable um, to like defend her or to like her. And so it was just like it decided that she was like really kind of done at this point, but. She when I saw that she did a song with Kay Trinata, it was just so exciting, which is along the coast on the Slazy mixtape. And um is beautiful song. And it's you don't it's not often that you get a whole song of like her singing. Um I love her voice when she sings and so it was really unique for that and it had the island vibe. It was sexy, it was um it was it was a beautiful song and it was like it was just nice to see somebody in the music industry, um, um, who's also just incredibly creative and talented, but like just working with her and recognizing her genius, since sometimes, you know, like at the time people kind of acted like she was a leper and didn't want to associate with her, even though they should be so lucky um, to make a song. But yeah, the Catronada collaboration on this album was amazing. Um, Queen of Clubs is like my theme song. I love that song. Um, relatable. Uh, Rick Ross is on this album. Um, the Big Big Beat, talking about samples. She sampled Biggie in a super creative way. We finally got another. Um, I love the Big Big Beat. Uh, yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah, it said here um, it was an independent release as a free download. And yeah. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Rick, she covered with Rick Ross and Nina Sky. Yeah. Um, um, 
It says the production was handled by various musicians, including Benga, Koki, and Espresso. And um, like you said, Kishinada. So what is your favorite? Yeah. What is your favorite from this from these few songs? Like what is your favorite? Queen of Clubs to tell the fucking DJ to play my favorite song. I don't need this. Okay, um Along the Coast. Why? But I was just singing Queen of Clubs. Along the Coast was just like it's just a if you play that like everybody's gonna be like it's the same reaction. Along the coast was just a breath of fresh air when it came. Mm. And it was so exciting and like just because of the collaboration like finally um it was so exciting um after things didn't go well with pharrell there's another person that it was like an obvious person that she should work with and that collaboration was kind of strange musically i wasn't the biggest fan but yeah she put out along the coast it was it was just it's a beautiful song it's a beautiful song it's beautiful it reminds me a little bit of like um don't make fun of me or you can whatever if you're Haitian you know compa music but it kind of reminds me a little bit of that or it makes me want to dance like that um but yeah I love I love um I love along the coast what is what is your least favorite from this from the song um uh I'm trying to think it's whatever one I listen to the least it's the Skylar Diggins song <laughs> I kind of knew you was going to say, say that for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so, which one? Because so she, she put out a double, she put out an EP and an album in 2018. And the EP was Icy Colors Change and Fantasia 2. What is the, what is, which one that you want to do first? Or which one is, yeah, which one you want to do first? Um, I haven't heard Fantasy 2. Oh, it Fantasy. didn't. I'm trying to think. I did not hear Fantasy 2. Oh, wait. Okay, I'm lying. I'm lying. My bad. I know this album. Okay, my favorite songs from this album are... Okay, Count Contessa. I love Count Contessa. Damn, that's kind of hard. Uh, Paradiso 2 is not out, so don't believe the lies. It's not out, and that's not on this album. Um... Anna Wintour, um, I mean, everybody loves that song. Um, I love Escapades. Uh, this is so hard. You asked my favorite song? Yeah, favorite song of this album, yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Count Contessa. Count Contessa. Why, why, why Count Contessa? I love the music video. It's so funny, but... Um, also, I love Count Contessa because it's just another one of my, it's housey, it's dreamy, it's ethereal, it's fun. Um, she's talking about something interesting. Um, it just, it's just the way it makes me feel. I love Count Contessa. I play that song. It's like spring is probably here and like summer's coming. Um, it makes me want to move. Makes me want to live. What What is your What is your least favorite off this album? Um, I can't tell you that because I have not heard the whole album, and a lot of this, like that, I don't really, re I don't really know this to be. I don't really, I I don't know. Like I don't, 
I don't know what's going on, but like I don't remember this being released as an album. I don't think this was a released album. I think that there were songs that were released that are associated with Fantasy Two, like singles, but I don't remember Fantasy Two being released. Mm. So like I know some of them, but I don't know most of what I just googled it. Like I don't know most of what um is here, and like most of this was never released. So I don't consider this an album. Um, so did, so, cause, cause it's, yeah, cause like, like Google is kind of weird. So they have like, icy icy colors change, young Rapunzel two. Is this an album? Which one? Young Rapunzel, young Rapunzel two, part two. Um, <laughs> uh, she did release, she did release, um, a project young rapunzel yeah i remember this being released i wasn't really um i only remember liking about two songs on this one um oh my god i don't want to talk about this this makes me sad but i loved icy colors change <laughs> So do you want to talk about Icy Color Change first or do you you want to, you want to go back to Icy Color Change? Um yeah, let's talk about Icy Color Change. It was a little Christmas moment. Um I love Icy Color Change. It's a beautiful song. Honestly, there's not much to say for me about this some of these more recent stuff. This is when I don't know, there was a lot going on. Um Icy Color Change, I love that song. It's, there's like three songs on the um on the EP, as I remember it, it was just like a little gift, a little holiday gift, and I really enjoyed it. It was great, um, and it'd be fun to hear her do like a full Christmas album. That would be actually really interesting to see, like what she would do, um, like a holiday themed album. Um, Young Rapunzel Part Two. I remember listening to that in full like once, and just not being not being uh really pulled in um by this one and so it's not to say it's bad but this one was much more like much uh, less up my alley as i remember it or maybe it just didn't suit me at the time because i have albums where like i've said that and then like come back you've been like i was so wrong yeah um but but yeah this one this one um yeah just wasn't really for me what what I see the I see this jihadi track. Did you did you listen to that? Do you remember that track? <laughs> no, this is probably crazy. No, I, have, I don't remember it. Jihadi, that's hilarious. Yeah, you know her. Um. So so at this time, like, like Isaiah Banks was kind of like blackballed a little bit, right? Like he was. She, I mean, she was blackballed a lot at this time. <laughs> Yeah, I just remember like around this time she put out something that I kind of thought was trying to sound like something that already existed and I was like, what's happening? And I probably paid a little less attention to her to block whatever I didn't want to see that I thought she was doing. Yeah. So my memory is a little fuzzy of this area because it was just kind of painful. Um. I didn't understand what I was hearing, some of the stuff, and then, like, uh, yeah, it wasn't a good time, as I remember it. Yeah, man, I, it's, it's, you know, 
like I said before, like it's it's um uh I think I think it's an absolute tragedy um that she was done like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm not really a fan of a lot of the a lot of the um like some not more not all of them but some of the some of the like the female artists today and I think it's because I don't know I just don't I, I you know I just don't you know I just don't see like a lot of um like creativity being put into the music and for someone like Isaiah Banks who comes out and have this fresh sound this breath of fresh air of a, of a sound and to be doing it since 2012, I mean, geez, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's a shame, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a shame. Like, we get, like, these mainstream artists who just talk about the same same thing. And then we have, like, um, um, and then we have Isaiah Banks who, who has, like, these, you know, like, creative... It's catchy. It's, it's like it's all the elements. Like it's creative. It's catchy. It got it got like it got people want to dance to her to her music, and like she's like toward these killing these like she's like one of those she was like one of those few like rappers that can rap over anything. Like you can literally give her any type of beat and she can rap over it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like she's like the Jay Z's like 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 um. Like the Jay Z's, like MC Ride, like he's he's like in that category of like MCs that could just rap, like Andre Three Thousand, like it just rap over anything, and man, it's 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 sad. It's like with Gangsta Boo, like that's another that's another um female rapper, Gangsta Boo, like it's like they don't I don't know <laughs> I don't understand mm-hmm. you know. If we're talking hip hop only. I mean, when it comes to mainstream music, I'm trying to think like the mainstream girls in hip hop right now. Like, um, I, if it's not Azealia Banks, um, I know we disagree on this, but um, I've been listening to Azealia Banks and Doja Cat for almost about the same amount of time, probably, mm-hmm. maybe longer. Doja, I, I don't know, but um, Doja Cat would be another one that I would say super gifted um like undoubtedly a star mm-hmm. creative help breath of fresh air to the music industry um they don't really deserve her um but so i'd say both of them in their own right um but yeah outside of them there's so many women in hip hop i could say right now like currently making music young girls that i think are fantastic and i'm like um but in terms of the mainstream ones, you know, like I, I, I remember listening to Megan Thee Stallion when she wasn't famous as well, and she is one hundred percent like I like her sense of humor, mm-hmm. and she, she's talented, and she I like her cadence, I like her voice. I love what she was coming with, um, and my favorite songs by her are "Last Week in Texas" and uh, and uh, what's the other one? And then uh, "Big Old Freak." Like I know that those are like some of her most popular ones, but those are the ones I like the best period. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of them, and that's probably has a lot to do with the instrumentation. Like the instrumentation is way more interesting to me on both of those. Uh, the way she uses her voice, the ad libs, the background vocals. Like, I just think that she was like tapped in on those songs in a certain way that I just don't get excited about 
um, the rest of her discography because it does start to feel repetitive. I haven't listened to the album, the new album. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like the bar has risen a little bit in the sense that like when she came around and there's like there's Flo Millie and some of the more popular girls like that that are a little bit more quality in terms of like you have the camp of girls who are like okay Instagram or whatever you come from like beautiful um and then you know have a good they might get some of the great beats because they're beautiful or popular whatever it is um but lyrically not much to write home about and then don't seem to have a real personal connection to music or what they're even making and there's those girls and then there are the other girls that are like super talented and are artists but like aren't uh completely moving that way on this level of the industry so it's complicated um because i do think there are girls outside of doja cat like on a mainstream level that are talented and that are um and that should be there and like, uh, you know, our artists that our generation has to be proud of. But I don't think, um, I think majority of those girls outside of Doja Cat are not really in the most creatively inclined way. So oh, yeah. yeah, it's a complicated conversation, but in terms of like women in hip hop right now, in general, yeah, there's like, there's like so many people I can name. And even like, um, even like some of the more popular girls we didn't talk about, like Rico Nasty, um i I don't know i guess jungle pussy is not that popular um i'm trying to think of some of the other girls like who are the other girls um baby mother's not that popular but she's certainly more more popular now lotto is definitely not one of the girls um not one not one of what girls not one of the girls i'm talking about oh no i'm just saying she's mainstream that's that's why i brought her name up Okay, okay, okay. I mean, she, and it's not to say, I'm not saying she's not, um, <laughs> I'm not saying, I, I don't listen to her, but when I, when I do hear it, it's like nursery rhyme for me. So, or like, I don't know, like, it's just not, it's all low hanging fruit. That's what everything sounds like. But, you know, the problem with the, the issue really is that these girls are hard to, you can't dislike them. I mean, you want to root for them. They're cute, they're fun, they're likable, they're funny, they're like, whatever, like, it's all, like, yeah, you know, you you don't want to be a hater. Like, I'm sure I want Lotto to succeed. Sure, I want, you know, I want people's dreams to come true. I want them to be able to do what they want to do. But um, do I have like some sort of, I don't have, I have no connection to her music. I don't have much of it, you know, I don't have, I haven't taken much time to consider her as an artist because of what I've heard has just been pretty much sounded manufactured. And I want, I'm happy that, you know, people are chasing their dreams and people are being creative and, you know, women, blah, but I don't really like the whole opportunistic thing. Um, when you have people who are like, oh, well, the bar is really low and all you have to be is cute and have this sound, so let me jump in real quick. Like, I don't really respect that. Um, it's the same for men really to be, to be you know, to be, like, fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same. It's like, well, it's, it's like yeah, the same things happening with the men, yeah. Yeah, as there's no it would uh, there's no way I'm saying it's just like a women's issue. No, no, like, no, no, no. no, no. I, just, I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm not saying you're saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying I was trying to give 
the women in hip hop like a fair, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it like to be fair, like it's yeah. happening in in well, that space yeah. too. That yeah, that's what I kind of wanted to get to. Like they're not they're not um they're not reinventing the wheel with doing this. Like the mm -hmm. men have been doing it for the longest time and they work a lot less hard than the women do. Um they have a lot less expected of them. Yeah. And they are way less critiqued for being redundant than the women are and the women are way the bar for the women is higher performance wise it's higher quality wise it's higher individuality wise um and they're under way more of a microscope than the men are the men have been selling the genre out for um uh, you know as long as time can tell so yeah it's definitely not something that women are primarily guilty of and when mm -hmm. people come out in these interviews and they want to talk about the state of hip hop and they have so much to say about women in hip hop, um, especially coming from a man is the conversation is going to get irritating because um, they also carved out a very particular space for women to occupy in the music. Um, and so um, it's just some more of men complaining about their own creations or the, you know, patriarchal creations that, um, they were okay with that one point and now they want to control how many women are being overtly sexual and how often they have to hear of it and how little their opinion is starting to weigh in the conversation now. It's it's boring. And um, yeah, the women are not doing anything that anybody hasn't been doing. Yeah. I, you know, I just think Isaiah, I just think Isaiah Banks should, should definitely be a, like, she should be by now. She should be a mainstream artist. Like, she should be she should be up there she should be up there with with um she should be past them you know what i'm saying like she should be like the forefront of um of of that movement like she definitely deserved that and i know like from like her concerts like it's it's like she's definitely that you know what i'm saying like like outside of like the mainstream like she's she's a she's a really um popular um artist like as far as like concerts and stuff like that so but it's like, I, I would love to see her, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to see her to get that shine and that push. And I just think it's unfortunate that, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, that that happened to her, you know? Because she deserves it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see anything like her music is, you know what I'm saying? Like, she should be up there with Drake, to be honest with you. Like, to for me, me personally. Like I don't see anything that Drake does that she doesn't do or does better. You know what I'm saying? So Um <laughs> Drake is always catching strays. No 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 no. I, uh... I'm not saying Drake no no no. I'm I'm it's a I mean it's a compliment. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not catching any strays. Like it's a compliment. You're saying you don't see anything that Drake has done that she has she can't do better. What's wrong with saying that? Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I was just clarifying what you were saying. Oh, yeah, no, I don't yeah, think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. Um, I was saying because Drake yeah. is the popular artist, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm comparing her to. Like, I think, I think she, I think she had, I think she, she has, she has the talent to be up there. Like, she has the talent in her, in her music to, to get that type of mainstream success. Like, I honestly think that. I don't see anything like, you know what I'm saying? But you like, know what? She's better than the mainstream. And I think that this this is good. Ultimately, first of all, her story's not over. So we'll see what happens. 
um because the world is going through um it's awakening and we'll see what happens um for the create in the creative world on the other side of it um so her story's not over but i mean i think that we're seeing very clearly and i've been seeing for a very long time that hollywood now has a lot of resources um to offer you a lot of access to creative people to offer you and a lot of the biggest platform for distribution um you know in our minds and all this different stuff and i like a hundred percent get it but i think we see very clearly that hollywood is not a place to aspire to for an artist it's not a nurturing place for an artist it's not the safest place for your work and we're also seeing thank god we live in the, the you know the time of the internet um that and you know we have, we have artist examples of this like where it's like they're they they it looks like they found like a nice medium like you think about somebody like Jill Scott or Erica Badu or um these artists who Masego like uh, like I think about like artists who like they're not that you know they're not a list celebrities or like you know. American superstars, like on oh, to the point where the white mainstream America has like embracing the biggest level, but like they have international respect and they have a fan base that will that is steady, consistent, and will never go away. They make money from their art enough to support themselves. Um, that's like I think that medium exists somewhere. Um, and I think that's way more aspirational. And if I definitely think that's something she can have. And so, you know, maybe we don't need to be feeling bad about the fact that she's not um, she's not in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or that she's not, you know, she's not on that level. Because what do they have to offer her? Like, I think about the people who I love who've made it to that point. I don't necessarily think that that has been the best thing for them musically. And I end up kind of started stopping listening shortly after. So I, you know, I don't think, I think, thank God, thank God that they don't have their, their grip so deep in her that they could cause, you know, cause her any more pain they've already caused her and that she's free to be creative because she's not, um anybody's slave at the moment i hope you know but i mean i look at what sizza is happening what you know sizza has been going through i mean yeah like i'm glad they didn't get another one of us i'm actually very glad hmm. i mean I, I understand i understand where you're coming from i know i understand exactly what you're coming from Um, would you would you like to would you like to go to the final question or do you have anything else that you'd like to say about um, Mrs. Isaiah Banks um, no no um, what's the final question the final question is out of all of all her discography what is your favorite song of Mrs. Isaiah Banks of all time my favorite song by Azealia Banks of all time is Miss Camaraderie. 
Oh, wow. That was easy for you. I, I, you did yeah, better, you did better than Kev, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, it's not It's not like, I. there's not a single song. Like, I think, you know how I am. I don't rank things, but like, but I know that it's a song that like is a part of my life. And all of them are, but Miss Camaraderie is kind of like, like I, if I had like kids, like I would make sure that they heard that song in her house. You know yeah. what I mean? Wow. That's special. Tonight. That song is really special to you. Really yeah. Special to you. I want to dance with my daughters to that song and I want them, you know, hopefully they like it. They hear it the way I do, but like, it's one of those songs like, um, so yeah, Miss Camaraderie. Man, um, yeah, I mean, damn, you know, it's funny, we was doing, um, me and Kev was doing Kendrick Lamar, and Kendrick Lamar, for some, like, it, it took us, like, an hour, like, because, like, cause, like, we've been doing, like, Drake and Jay-Z and, you know, all those people that got, like, more than 10 albums, right, and, um, for I don't know I don't know what it is like like you, some of your favorite artists don't have much um much workout you know what I'm saying like it don't seem like as much you know what I'm saying like when we was doing Kendrick Lamar he literally have seven albums and I was like damn like <laughs> I was like wow like this is our favorite artist and you only have seven albums compared to like. Someone like Jay-Z who got like 13 out. But, you know, I can't really compare him to Jay-Z. He's younger. But, like, no, no, no. I was just saying, like, we, like, like, it's just crazy that they only have, like, um, but that, but that, but I, I really like that because it's just like with Isaiah Banks. Like, she may not have much albums, but the albums that she got out is, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, classics. Like. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's classics. So, you Unbelievable. Know, I know, I know you like. I feel like he, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. It's fine. What are you saying? I was gonna say like Kendrick Lamar to me is gonna be like one of those artists like, um, that like he's gonna be one of those artists like what I was just saying about wanting my kids to hear Miss Camaraderie. Like he's gonna have like he's gonna have songs that are like, um, that are like that for people. That like our generation is gonna make sure our kids hear. Like mm -hmm. he's one of those artists. Um, there's so many songs on the Pimp a Butterfly that, like, you know, um, music that you play for your kids and like you engage them about it, you know. And, um, you know, I mean, overly dedicated does too for me. Though, um, all of his projects, but. Yeah, I feel like I guess maybe to pimp a butterfly I'd choose because it's like um I think of like the Parliament Funkadelic like influences and Robert Glasper and like the the level of musicality of that album and like the theatricality of it, the storytelling. Um and it's on all the albums, but yeah, to pimp a butterfly, it just it feels like something you pass down in families, like mm, that yeah. level of a classic. Mm. Um and yeah, he's 100% one of those artists. And it's crazy that he did that so early um, that he's accomplished. That. I mean, Section 80 is going to be another one. I think, like, kids and, you know, kids in the future are going to think they're cool because they know Section 80 and other kids don't know Section 80. I think um, 
he has so, so much work that's gonna live that's gonna outlive him no absolutely and i just wanted to clarify what i was trying to say it was just like we was going through the album so like easily and um i just think i was just i was i just i just wish like you know what i'm saying like i don't know like i just i just love um i love those albums and it was just like like we just went through him so quickly because he don't have that much projects as if like a Drake or something like that. Like, like I said, like it took like an hour and 30 minutes to go through um, Kendrick. And it took us like two, two, two hours and, you know, and, and more to go through like Drake and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I was just, I was just like, um, I wasn't sad, but I was just like, man, like. I, you know, I love this man so much. Like, I wish I could go through more. That's what, I, that's what I was trying to say. And I'm pretty sure you have the same thing, same ideology for, like, like Isaiah Banks. Like, um, Yeah, no, I definitely get what you mean, where you're just excited about what they're going to put out next. And, like, you can't wait to have more to, um, Talk to think him. back about. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, I can't wait for her next album. Um. And with Kendrick Lamar, I hope I experience another one that I experienced the way I did, like, the first four. Um, Because I'll be honest, like, damn, Miss Morale and the Big Suppers. I love the Untitled and Mastered. Um, but, um, yeah, the, the lo- most recent two, these are not for me. But <laughs> in the future... I hope to um, have another one that I add to my personal collection. Um, what do you love about what? Uh, last question, like, what do you love about this um, generation of music? What's one thing you can say that you love about this generation of music, like our generation of, like, not our generation, but this generation of music? This era. You know what? Oh my god! I'll say this. So I think about the fact that like millennials, right, are like Pluto and Scorpio generation. Um, And like that sign being associated with like uh, death and rebirth and destruction and creation being one in the same. And so that's like millennials. And like that generation um, did so much and like to help um destroy the beginnings of destroying genre and i feel like gen z is like so we're like pluto and sagittarius now we're like we're having the adventure like we're exploring like the ruins you know what i mean and like what's left behind from um some of these you know, breaking down of genre. And I, what I love about today's music is just how experimental it is. And um, and the fact that I think this generation, while sometimes we get, all right, millennials and Gen Z collectively get critiqued a lot for um, sampling, yeah. uh, the, way the, the way that we sample, and I would 100% agree that on a mainstream level, there are certain producers and artists who are extremely lazy and offensive with sampling Mm -hmm. and that they do not look at sampling as an art form clearly, but sampling as a medium 
as a means to an end. Yeah. And I don't, I don't respect that. But what I will say about sampling in this generation is I love that we do recognize sampling as an art form, that we do recognize that art is about recycling, that we do, um, we do value being able to tap into the collective consciousness and sharing a thought, sharing an idea um, as a collective, as a human collective. And like, um, we embrace that in the way that we make music and the way that we honor our influence. Um, while some people might call it unoriginal, I don't think that that um, is totally true for a lot of artists. Um, I think some artists have just like, um, they've expanded on on what's already there in such an amazing way. This generation is so fun and we're getting where, you know, people might have critiques about vocalists and things like that. And even I've been one to like not be a super fan of like the level of vocal ability that is the default in R&B right now or on a mainstream level. But you know what? What I also love about this generation is that we're keeping with um, this idea, but carrying it forward even harder, which is the fact that um, everyone has the right to make art um, and should. And it's not always about the technical skill. Sometimes it's just about the fact that you use art as a means to communicate. And so we have a lot of interesting voices and we have a lot of people using their voices in different ways. And some people sound... Um, their voices might sound more common, but sometimes there's something powerful about that. And um, there's nothing wrong with a voice that sounds untrained or human or not always, or not like Whitney Houston, like God level, um, you know, mm -hmm. like there's something also to using like the, <laughs> like a, just using your voice to sing because you want to sing what you have to say. And I do like that this generation is not snobberish, snobbish about that. Um, there's so much I could say about music today. But I think that we're, we have a lot of good going on. I love the collaborations. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of good going on. Yeah, I like the fact that, that like, the, the artists, like, the, 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 especially, like, the kids, like, they, they don't really, like, um... They do everything like they don't really like take themselves like serious to the point where they they're too like you said they're too snobbish to do something like that like people like like I love when people sample like um like like friends like people be like sampling like SpongeBob and shit like that like I like shit like that to be honest like I love I call it like meme rap like that's like the new like um <laughs> like rap that's out right now like mean rap like. I really fuck with it, um, and like, like, like people like Little B, like, like he was kind of like the forefront of that. Like, I, I really fuck with people like that. Yeah, it's like there's a level of snobbery that is like we're that we're like we're shedding, and like it's very necessary. Like that's so silly to think that there's something wrong or like about sampling things other than like what else you would consider serious music like artists um are an amalgamation of their influences so it's like if somebody wants to sample spongebob there's nothing that should make sense to you 
you know, or if somebody wants to sample a film or if somebody wants to sample, like, I don't give a fuck, Honey Boo Boo on TLC, like, that, like, it's called creativity. Mm-hmm. And, like, inspiration can come from anywhere. So for people to make fun of that or act like there's something wrong with that or that it's, like, lower art or something like that, like, those are people who just don't get it. And it is being assholes. Like that's that's for me. To be honest with you, it's being it's being an asshole. Like, like what makes you like you know? And it's just like, well, that's why the, the older generation that you sampled from didn't like you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they didn't like us. You know? So I don't know. Like, um, well, you're saying like it's older. You're talking about like older generations. Do you have something to say about that? Yeah, of course, absolutely. They've been it's, it's been like that oh. since like it's been like that since like. Like for ten, like ten years, like ten years ago, like I think it literally started like in two thousand and like eleven, two thousand twelve. You know what I'm saying? Like when you had like artists, um, uh, had like artists like like Little B coming out and it's like, oh, this is not hip hop. This is not this. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what is this trash shit? You know what I'm saying? But it's like like Little B can actually spit. You know what I'm saying? Like Little B can rap. Like, and Little B is extremely creative. Like. Like, it's like, you're not going to tell me that Lil B is not creative. It's like a lot of these artists right now, like, a lot of these young kids, they can spit. Like, like Lil Uzi, like, he can spit. Like, you're not going to tell me he can't rap. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot I of think these. They just don't... Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. What are you trying to say? Um, I don't know. I think they just, like, sometimes they just get annoyed at people having the freedom that they didn't have or, like, doing things that um they would be worried about being critiqued for doing like i don't think they they, i think sometimes they get resentful about how not scared like the younger generation is of being perceived weird or not real or whatever um and almost trying to humble people in a way um but i'm glad that people continue to do things that Without, you know, they're not letting the idea of being misunderstood stop them from making things. Um, and are letting the audience, trusting that the audience is smart enough to see what's clever and what they're doing. Because, like, when you when you say that, like, it makes me think of, like, when people decided that, like, we're saying, oh, Doja Cat, blah, 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 and she's a light-skinned girl that's blowing up in a cow outfit or whatever the fuck. And, like, it's a, like, moo or whatever. Yeah, like... Um, and it's like, you know, like, even if that was like the first time I heard her, like, I would think, wow, like, she took she like, this is a person who can take anything, right? Uh, A battery, a cow, a whatever, you know, an object of whatever that you throw her away. And she can find a way to be clever. um, And make something that is fun to listen to catchy um but can like she actually has things that you you can hear it multiple times and be like oh you know like she's um you know she still is able to use her 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 lyrical ability um she doesn't have to be inspired by something serious or highly intellectual in order to make um a song that still makes you think because of the little rhymes that she puts together like i that's creativity if you can't see that like you are a boring person 
or a person who is just like a hater. <laughs> like a hater. you, yeah, like you, or like you are just you're a simple person. I think it's a better way to put it. You're a bit of a simple person, because um, it's really not hard to understand that that is a that is an obvious demonstration of vocal uh, creative ability, and it's the same thing with Lil B. So yeah, you're a hater, or you're just like you just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, I personally, uh, to, like, I, you know, I know this is kind of like, you know, when people would say, like, 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 90s have, like, a golden era of hip-hop and stuff like that. Like, I agree, like, it, it's, it's some, it's some, it's some, cla- it's like, it's like, like, classics, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I would never deny, I would never deny that, you know what I'm saying? But me personally, my favorite era of hip-hop is probably, like, after 2000 and, after 2010, like. Like, no, no, after 2009. Like, that's my favorite era of hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, from 2010 to 2019, especially 2016, there was some really good music coming out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know people, like, I know people don't want to hear that. Like, I know old, I know old rappers, like, old, old niggas don't want to hear that. But there's some really, there's some really good stuff that came out around, uh, in, in that, in that, in that decade. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I just think it's preposterous for you to be like, oh, I'm not going to listen to none of that. I'm just going to listen to 90s hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just find that just so ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like so 90s hip hop is the only, so 90s hip hop is the only, and, and, and mind you, you know what I'm saying? Like, Illmatic, all of these things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, like, I, I would never say that these is not classics, but come on, man, like, you know, you know, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna but, say you, you don't like um Love Below. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't like that that double album. You don't like you know what I'm saying? Or you don't like um Dark Twisted Fantasies. You don't like you know what I'm saying? Like that 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 era is the only era of hip hop that is quote unquote like golden. Like come on, like I feel like each era, each decade has a golden moment in in in, in hip hop that we that we cherish. Like there's some classic albums that came out. From 2010 to 2019, like, and it's gonna be some classic albums from 2020 to 2030. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah, if, if the people who just want to be in their own echo, do you know? It's easy to say that this generation sucks, um, in hip hop, but. Uh, it's not really like I mean that's just a person that's just being like intellectually lazy at the end of the day the only reason that we have that you might have that perception of hip-hop is because you are paying attention to hip-hop on a mainstream level okay and it's worse now than it was then in terms of um, in terms of the straight up um, the straight up lack of respect for the genre that the powers that be have and the fact that they're just using it completely like a cash cow zero respect like it's only escalated and so that's why it's easy to say that about this generation but yeah if you're like but but to say that um like what greatness or like creativity stopped in the 90s i mean um that's yeah that's so stupid I do like I mean I love that era period and it will never be overrated um but yeah there's a lot of really interesting things happening right and there has been since then so 
that's just the way of like that's just the way of the world like creativity never stops it's un it's in like a bottomless resource and each generation is going to have something to add to it like you can't avoid that or deny that but the 90s had their like cash cash cow cash grab like controversy like i'm i'm just saying this to get a shock value you know what i'm saying like it's not I mean, like every the- did exactly so it's just like I, that's just the other like that's what like just uh, you know what i'm saying like it just bothers me when like 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 older the older generation don't talk about like what biggie was saying or what dmx was saying or what eminem was saying or what um these rappers were saying to get a shock out of people you know what i'm saying like to stir some controversy to to get them to get the album sales up like they don't say none of that you know what I'm saying? But like our generation is the dumb one. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't make no sense to me. I don't I don't understand that. Like you can't even respond to that. Like that's so old. Like whoever like whoever's saying that is like is like I'm sorry, but like they're just kind of simple. Like it's not it's not even a conversation. It's not even a conversation. It's no, not it was a conversation getting me tight that, because like, But it's not even a conversation that people who can think like think critically have like it's only a conversation if people who like are stuck having the same conversation over and over again have like that that's that it's not even worth responding to that's how stupid it is like who cares yeah yeah it's it's dumb next yeah it's ridiculous but um uh yeah, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, it's, it, that, that, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, it, it just, it just, it just triggered me because, like, I, I like, I like the fact that, I like the fact that you get, you get, uh, um, in Isaiah Banks, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get, you get these artists that come out and they're just, they're just free to do their own thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's what I like at, at most of anything. Like, I like that. Like, if you, if you're doing, if you're making music that represents you, and you're and and, and, and it's you expressing yourself like that's what art is about is the expression like freedom of expression and 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 um perspective you know like, yeah like even riff raff i love riff raff first um um album i loved his first album i thought it was just totally him you know what i'm saying like it was him doing what he had to do and then he had like a you know he had a you know he had a really good producer you know what i'm saying but he was just, he was doing whatever he wanted to do and I think that album is really good. You know what I'm saying? Like it's funny, it's witty, it's like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it's, it's very, you know what I'm saying? It's good. And he has some, he has some, he has some good, he has some good bops on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, I liked Yellow Wolf and like, um, yeah. There, there is a lot of interesting people at the time. I yeah. You just can't respond to that kind of stuff. You literally just can't. Um, music cannot be stopped. So, is any last words you'd like to say to uh, Isaiah Banks? You know, if she ever watched this, like, what would you, what would you say to her? Um, you're so amazing, and just continue to trust your instincts and be creative. And I can't wait to hear what's next. And Wishing you are in good health and happy. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, yeah, when 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 um, 
if she if she makes an album, we should definitely review it together. I'll definitely listen to it and review it with you. Um, Oh, I would love to. yeah, I wanna I wanna actually start doing that, like reviewing like music and um giving people's perspectives. Like, um, you're kind of like the first guest that I had on that was just going through like her favorite. Like, I actually like this. I would like to do this. Um, just to go through, uh, cause I like, I like, I like to know what people, you know what I'm saying? Like to hear, you know what I'm saying? Or like people's favorite artists or like people's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so this was fun. This was really fun. Um, yeah, it really, really was. Thank you for giving me, um, an opportunity to talk about music. It's so much fun. And, um, sit back and think about, like, think about, it's crazy. Like when you, when you, uh, when you go through someone's discography, you realize like you just have like, I don't know, millions, um, but you just have a countless like amount of songs or like pieces of music that you love so much and that you were like lucky to hear. Like I can't even yeah. think of all all mm -hmm. the all the music that I I love. Like I wouldn't even be able to do it. And that's like how lucky we really are. And a huge part of that is because um of all of the, the access of the internet and I'll be able to continue to overdose on music for the rest of my life, hopefully, um, and have unlimited access 24 hours a day. But like, yeah, like even just from those, those couple projects, like so many songs that like, um, I had such a crazy, you know, or visceral reaction to like, and that's just one per artist. And we didn't even go over the set, you know, the singles that have no, that have no album like it like she you know like we're very lucky we're very very lucky so i i like this podcast because you get an opportunity to um kind of show your gratitude for that fact absolutely absolutely i give yeah exactly i give azaya her just do like she's she's like one of them she's like one of them aliens to be honest like um you know She's very, yeah. She's extremely talented. Like, like I, I don't, I don't think I think anybody who don't say that like haven't listened to her music at all. Period. Um, if you if you listen to her music, you can definitely hear it. Like, it's no, it's no way. Like, there's no way you can't hear like the talent. Like, like she's like, and she go through like she go through like um what what is that genre? What is that genre? Like house music? Like. You know what I'm saying? Like her, her, her like combination of like house music and and um, uh, techno and it, it, I see here it says witch hop. I don't know why it says witch hop. Do you is is that like well, a new term? No, you know in this era, like they label everything that already has <laughs> a name or, or like never needed a name. Yeah. Like, anyways, they're just trying to come up with a bunch of different like like subgenres for what she does. But at the end of the day. Like she, yeah, she's she's made music that's influenced by EDM, by house, mm -hmm. but different eras of house, house from different cultures. Yeah, she's been she's been influenced by Latin music. She's been influenced by different eras of hip hop production. She's mm -hmm. been in, like it it goes on and on and on and on. Um, I don't know what witch hop is. 
Um, maybe she came up with that. I don't know who came up with that, but it doesn't even matter. Like, probably <laughs> there's some no, white, there's, probably some white no journalist, white, white musical yeah. journalist. Yeah. Like, um, there's no need for a label. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. If you if you haven't if you haven't heard of Isaiah Banks or you live under a rock or whatever, like yeah, listen to her music. Like, her music is her music is on point. Like, she definitely one of them. Like, I don't really like a lot of artists like that. Like, Isaiah Banks is definitely. I like. I I don't say that. Like, I don't be like, oh, this is person is just like a legend. Like, I think Isaiah Banks is definitely a legend. Um, or, mm-hmm. or it's it's going to be a legend. Well, I think she's a young legend now. But um, yeah. I think she's definitely going to, like, she's definitely an influential, like, artist. Like, I can see a lot of people, like, um, being influenced by her and, 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 and coming into the rap game very soon. Like, she's ahead of her time. Um, that's why you were saying, like, maybe in the future, maybe, you know what I'm saying, she would definitely get her just due. And I hope she does. I hope she does get her just due and people see... Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, the music that she made, that she has made, and, and she's going to make in the future. Like, like she's not going to be slept on anymore. You know, but... um, Yeah, thank you so much. Um, This was extremely fun. And, uh... Do you want to... Do you want to put, like, like plug in, like, your... Um, Twitter or your... <laughs> your Instagram or... Um, okay... You can follow me on Twitter at it's spicy chic and wings. So S P I C C H I C N W I N G Z or Z if you're Canadian like me. Um, and then if you want to follow me on Instagram, you're not gonna get much, but maybe that's not true. Who knows? H-U-N-T-Y underscore spice. But I prefer you follow me on uh, Twitter because I like to talk to people and um, I like words better. So um, find me on there. Yeah, your your name, when I I put this out, they're going to see your name anyway. Like how you spell it, they're going to see. They're going to see your name because it's it's the same way how you spell it on um, Discord. So they're going to see it. Oh, okay, okay, cool. And um, that's a wrap, folks. Um, tune in to next time. Um, hopefully, um, if you if you want, we're gonna be on. We're gonna do um, uh, compilation albums uh, next week. So that should be fun. Like, um, if you want, you could pick your your first three. And um, I'm gonna text everybody to pick their 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 three compilation albums, and we're gonna go through all of them. Like, so that should be extremely fun. Like. Um- I want to be on a group podcast. Is that a group one? Yes. Yes. So Kev should be there. Aronde. It is. Yeah. Teddy Westwood, a.k.a. Devin, like, should be there. Like, um, so, yeah. Um, okay. That's so, a cool name. Uh, Teddy Westwood. Yeah, it is. It is. He, he, he's, he's perfect for podcasts, like. That's why I like. That's why I like having him. <laughs> that's why I love having him on because he's perfect for podcasts, especially music. Like he's perfect for music. But um, um. Anyway, uh, I like doing this. No, no, it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I keep ruining your outro. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's no problem. It's no problem. It's no problem. Um. All right. Uh. Peace out. Peace out. Until next time. All right. Bye.